Welcome to TFL's Capital Connection. We have a special, exciting podcast for you today because we've got some folks all the way from Florida and all the way from Carlisle here uh, to talk about Moms for Liberty and how they have turned the world right side up at the Capitol here in Iowa and they're doing similar things around the country. So I'm going to turn it over without further ado to the founder, co-founder, co-founder, co-founder of Moms for Liberty National. Have you gone international yet? We haven't, but we have a lot of requests, especially from Canada. Super. So Tina, why don't you introduce your name, title, and how you got started? Sure. I'm Tina Deskovich. I'm the co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Uh, my co-founder, Tiffany Justice, and I both served as school boards in, on school boards in Florida from 2016 to 2020. Uh, we like to say we saw behind the education curtain when mm. we served. We saw all the things that all of America now knows after COVID uh, have been going on in public education, and it concerned us greatly. And we looked at the lay of the landscape as we were coming off of our terms in 2020, and uh, we saw parents standing up all over the country trying to get schools open and watching places like Los Angeles Teachers Union say, we're not going to open until you defund the police. We're not going to open wow. until you do X, Y, Z. And, and none of these things had anything to do with public education. And right. so, you know, even in Florida, where it's a right to work state and unions aren't that powerful, they were fighting to keep schools closed. They were oh fighting to do all the things, you know, against the will of what parents and what was best for parents and children and families. And so we launched Moms for Liberty January 1st, 2021. Wow. That uh, recently. Yeah. It's, so we're just... Just a little over two years old. We started in Florida with two chapters, and we now have 265 chapters in 44 states and 110,000 members. God bless you, and thank you. And we in Iowa have seen a dynamic presence with our Moms for Liberty chapters here. Before we go to that, though, can you tell listeners where they could go to get more involved, either locally or nationally? Yeah, before we go to that, I'm going to say we have amazing, we have five amazing chapters here in Iowa. Our, our chapters cover a county. So five counties in Iowa have chapters, moms that have stepped up on their own time um, with their own energy and passion to really change the landscape of public education and save America. And so uh, if you want, if your listeners want to be part of that, we ask that they go to momsforliberty.org and you'll see a map right on the front that says find your people. You can click on Iowa and either Either your county will be navy blue or gold. And if it's navy blue, it means you don't have a chapter. You can click and start a chapter. And if it's gold, you click and you connect to your chapter that's already up and running. So I'm very lame, Tina, when it comes to organizing. You're really looking for an organizer in those counties, right? But you will still mentor them through that inception or that startup process. Is that right? We're looking for a mom or dad. We're Moms for Liberty, but we have two chapters in this country that are run by dads right now. Um, you're, you're the feminist organization that likes men? <laughs> We're one of the only feminist organizations. I don't even call us a feminist feminist. organization. <laughs> We're one of the only women's organizations that, that really me. do love our men. So um, now you've lost my train sorry, of thought. Sorry, sorry. On How was, does somebody who's listening and wants to start something, say in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Lynn County, how do they 
start it well, up? Well, we have a chapter in Lynn County, oh, so they okay. would contact our Lynn County chair. But uh, if they're if they're in a county where there's not a chapter, you said that they had to be an organizer. And I just say they have to be a parent, a mom, preferably, but a parent or a grandparent uh, that is really concerned about the future of America. Super. And they can bring an organizer along their side. They, um, in order to start, you have to have 10 people, 10 members that are okay. agreeing to start with you. And you have to have a secretary and a treasurer. So you have to have an executive board. And uh, these people will support you. If you have the desire in your heart, um, people will step up and they will fill in around you to support you where you're weak and where they're strong. So exhibit A sitting next to you. I'd like to introduce a friend of mine, Samantha Fett. Samantha, please tell our listeners who you are, why you're involved, where you live, that sort of stuff. Sure. Thanks, Chuck. So uh, my name is Samantha Fett. I am the Warren County Chapter Chair for Moms for Liberty. And I have a similar story to the co-founder. I was also a school board member and lost in a re-election campaign in a very red county due to some, you know, kind of ridiculous issues going on in, in the area. And so after that happened, I really wanted to harness this passion and, um, energy that I had inside me to, you know, convey what was going on in these local school districts. And so Moms for Liberty was was the path for that. And so ever since then, we have really grown our chapter in Warren County. We're partnered with the other chapters in the state, and we really work hard going down to the Capitol and talking with our legislators to let them know what's going on and, and, and be a resource to them so they can find some of these solutions that we're really working hard to solve at the local level. And you've seen some victories, right? We have. Just recently, the governor signed the education savings account bill in uh, last week, which is a great celebration. We were all very excited about that. That gives us true education freedom. It's one step in the right direction. It's certainly not the only um, solution. We're looking for other things. We're still fighting, you know, the gender identity teachings in in our schools. Um, So there's lots of work to still do, but we're seeing some wins. And last year you saw a win on girls sports. Yeah, Save Girl Sports was another great celebration. What a great day at the Capitol uh, when the governor signed that. Uh, and we got a lot of our children involved to, to be part of that process. And just a fundamental thing that girls should play in girl sports and boys should play in boy sports. And it's just as simple as that. I'm just going to say for the record, I'm jealous of you ladies. I went to the Capitol 32 years ago and the first 26 years, it was a desert experience. Okay. We had people who were unfriendly to our issues in charge. And I really questioned what am I still doing here after 15, 20, 25 years? But what I did see, which kept me going, was a couple of things. One was the the prayer movement and the Bible study movement, and more and more Christians were showing up. And we finally got a tipping point six years ago. And now you ladies are just showing up in droves. Like Danny said at our lunch today, 10, 20, 26 years ago, 32 years ago, Danny and I would have been the only people testifying at those about about these bad issues at the Capitol and the government school monopoly would be testifying, you know, ad nauseum, 10 or 20 people testifying against two. Well, now, two days ago, Sam, you testified and it was the reverse. And so it's so cool to see you show up. 
we we have a great time doing it. I mean, it, we organize the, and we get together our messages and we show up in numbers and we just we're testifying because we truly believe that we want to do the right thing for our children. Yeah. And these we have to support these bills. Our legislators are listening to us. And so yeah. they need to see that we're supporting them. And we're we're the bigger number in some of these subcommittee meetings. And it's a lot of work raising a family and having a job and showing up at the Capitol. It's hard work, but it's critical work. And I just want to preach for a second. This is a Christian organization, by the way. The family leader is is openly uh, evangelical Christian. The Bible says very clearly in Proverbs, oh boy, 22, I think it is, that the diligent shall rule. It doesn't say the godly or the ungodly, the moms or the dads. It says the diligent. You ladies, Tina, Sam, and your friends are being diligent and we're seeing victories because of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. What issues do you see coming up in the near future that our listeners need to know about? And what resources and information do you have that they can tap into and come along your side? When you're tired or sick or you can't make it to the Capitol, you're going to need some help. Well, the local chapters are very well connected, and so there's lots of us that can step in at the local level. We have a lot of gender identity issues going on right now um, locally here in Iowa that I think we're going to be tackling. Um, And from a national perspective, I know there's lots of things going on as well. Tina, why don't you share a couple? You know, it's interesting. Moms for Liberty doesn't take uh, issues at the national level and push them down into chapters. So we're very focused on letting our chapters direct what needs to be fought in their local communities. But that being said, the issues are they definitely show a pattern across the country. Uh, one issue rises up and, and our moms are so well now are now so well connected throughout the country that uh, a mom in Wyoming or New York City will find something in her school and she'll share it in our private groups. And a mom in Iowa will say, I need to check my kid's backpack double double strong now in that class. Let me go see. And they pull it and they're like, oh, my goodness, it's a, it's in my kids, too. And before you know it, the issues are, are all being, you know, the light's shining, being shown on all of it. Tell me if this is a sexist thing. But before I say it, I'm going to tell you that a lady said it. It's not Chuck's statement. Maxine Seelman was a talk show host 25, 30 years ago on a local radio station. And she said, there's no one more powerful than a female with a telephone. And so I just think it's so cool that you connect and you communicate and to me, there's synergy there. Are you seeing synergy? Are, are, what, are you encouraged? Well, I think that it's a group of moms that have this passion and this energy within us. And we're harnessing that in a productive way to see difference and to try to protect our children. So that's whether or not it's moms, dads, grandparents, anyone can get involved. The, the truth of the matter is we are really just focused on our education for our children. You care about your kids. Yeah. So one of the phrases that's been bandied about the last year or two, especially regarding our governor, a lady, a grandma, a mom, Kim Reynolds, is mama bear. Is that fair to call her a mama bear? Here's what I saw. She went on KCCI, the biggest TV station in Iowa, and she read from one of the books that was available to junior high and high school kids, and she was mad. If I may, that's the first time I was introduced to uh, your governor. I didn't know anything about Iowa a year ago. I definitely didn't know who your governor was. And someone had shared a video of her on the news that day reading from All Boys Aren't Blue. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, 
that one this this community and connection you're talking about. One of our moms in Montgomery County, uh, Pennsylvania, found that book in her child's elementary school, K-5. Mm. K-5. Your governor was shocked because it was in a middle school. Because of the word getting out and moms sharing and doing and connecting and using their talents and their skills that they've been given, uh, they they are able to uncover these things. She knew to go look in her kid's elementary school and there she found that book. So, wow. uh, And it's being found all across the country. And mm-hmm. so, you know, anyways, I was just thrilled to see a governor like have the guts to stand up and do that on the news. I shared it that day on our social media page. We'd been... I just, we weren't there that old of an organization at the time. And then, so today I went and found that because I thought we're going to see that governor tonight at our town hall. And one year ago is when I was, you know, exposed to her and I was just so impressed with her courage. So impressive. I said, when I saw that, that there was fire in her eyes. She was a mama bear and she was on a mission. And from that moment on, she has been relentless and focused for more parental involvement and school choice and praise God we've got a governor who recognized the problem and did something about it like you ladies are doing we're about to wrap up this session Uh, by the way that reminds me I want to do a podcast on the roots of what'd you call that book all boys aren't blue all boys aren't blue I want to do a podcast on how that stuff got into our schools in the first place gender queer and a bunch of these other books um I'll just give you a teaser. Kevin Jennings, Google it. We'll do a whole podcast on that sometime. Um, Before we wrap up, please share again with our listeners what resources you might have or what information you might have to help them, again, to get involved. Is it a website? I mean, how, how can they take their zeal and put it into productivity? They need to start by going to momsforliberty.org. They need to connect with their current chapter if they have one, just like uh, Sam here. She, you know, as soon as they click on our website on that county, they connect with her and she will get them plugged in immediately. Every chapter needs help. There isn't enough people to do the amount of work that needs to be done. Think about every school district. Think about kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, all of the subjects, all of the textbooks that need to be reviewed. Before Moms for Liberty, school board members were supposed to, you vote, you vote on each textbook. How do you do that alone? When I was on the school board, I'd put out all calls to the community. Look, we're about to vote for a history book, community of half a million people. Can I get 10 people down here to review this? No one would show up. We'd open it to the public, We'd, and no one would show up. Moms for Liberty is there to do that work, but we need dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins. S- Sam can be like, here's, the, here's what needs to be done. But if there's no one, she can't do the work herself. She needs an army. And we are building an army across this country. So we ask that you go to our website, momsforliberty.org, and join our army. Let's do it. Let's go get them. All right. Coming around the final turn on this podcast, we've got our director of policy, Ryan Ben. Ryan, what are the hot bills this week that people need to know about? And how can they find out? They can go to our website and, and so forth. They can sign up for a legislative update. We send out notices on important bills for people to get involved in. If you're not signed up for our text alert, go to our website, get signed up. Ryan, what's hot this week? What's going to be coming up next week? 
Yeah, so we at the Family Leader and Moms for Liberty have been up at the Capitol uh, testifying on some of these bills. Uh, HF 180 just passed out of a uh, committee brought by uh, Representative Wheeler. Uh, it prevents schools from recognizing a student's uh, desired identity. So if you know you had a boy that wants to be a girl, um, you can't recognize that until the parent gives their written consent to recognize that. And they also can't uh, encourage that student to uh, transition or anything like that without uh, notifying the parent as well. So what that, you want, you want. We want parents involved and not some PhD educrat. Exactly. I think okay. I prefer these ladies here, these Moms for Liberty ladies involved. Okay. Uh, that decision more than some of our uh, PhD uh, uh, educrats, as you call it, okay. <laughs> professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. The Bible says. That's but, true. <laughs> um, One or two more. Yep. So then there's House File Five uh, that requires schools to allow parents to review and opt out of uh, instruction materials. Again, parent involvement, great thing. Um, Man, you're you're laying on thick here on parents. What if I parents know. are too busy? Well, hopefully, there's <laughs> some parents who aren't too busy. I, I think I think uh, I think we can find a few to get the job done. Come so. on, parents, get yep, involved. Exactly. Uh, can I throw in one more yep. time? Okay. So SF eighty three. Um, there's a couple bills like this that would prohibit schools from using curriculum that instructs. Uh, students on uh, gender identity is the one that SF83 uh, handles. Um, you know, just kindergarten through eighth grade, I mean, I, I think it would be logical. I don't see that why it's necessary to teach in school at all, uh, but those those tender ages especially, um, we got to get that out of the curriculum so we're not confusing our kids. I'm, I'm joking, obviously, you know, but, but we do get accused of beating up on people who are struggling. It's not that at all. It's that we don't want them to go down a path of destruction. Exactly. There was a poll last year uh, that had, I believe it's uh, 20% of Gen Z now identifies as uh, LGBT, you know, whatever the other letters are. Um, 20% is doubling every generation. And I think, uh, and you know, they, they, they struggle with mental health. Suicide rates are a lot higher. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really a sad deal. So. It's time for parents and churches to step up. Exactly. Hey, God bless you for listening. Um, go to our website, thefamilyleader.com for more information. And we will catch you next time on TFL's Capital Connection. This podcast is a project of the Family Leader and the Family Leader Foundation and is only possible through the generous support of our donors. If you would like to partner with us in our work, please visit thefamilyleader.com slash donate.